Welcome to the podcast of Life Church in Houston, Texas. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We hope that this message inspires your week, builds your faith, and ultimately brings you closer to Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. I want to talk to you about um, when you get more than you expect. You know, today is Palm Sunday, which is the beginning of of our Easter week next Sunday. I'm looking forward to Easter. And, 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 and you know what? When I look at the story of Jesus and his entrance into Jerusalem on, on this day, I, I realized that there were a lot of expectations that people had of Jesus that day that, that really didn't come true. And I, I think we've all had that before. We've all had expectations of certain things and and those things have just not materialized or they haven't come forth. But for instance, how, how many of you have ever uh, ordered anything on Amazon and when you got it, it was like, what is this? Yeah, like this guy who, who wanted some Yeezys. I, I've never had any Yeezys, but, but I know people that have knockoffs. And, and, and he ordered the Yeezys online and, and, and he, he ordered the picture on the left, but what he got was on the right. Didn't quite meet the expectations. And, and, and this one person was really concerned about uh, making sure they took care of their face. And so they, they ordered uh, these face masks and, 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 and they got the face mask in and it didn't quite get to the expectation that they had. Sometimes we don't get what we expect and we're disappointed. But, but there's also times that we get something that we weren't expecting. Now, I know those moments are rare, but, but, but maybe you're surprised that you come in on Sunday morning and you get free coffee. That's pretty awesome. And, and shout out to all of the people that make that happen every week, our coffee teams. And, and sometimes when you have a moment where you're walking into something, you get more than you expect. And just a, a few seconds ago, I was embracing Tito, hugging him, and I have to tell you that when I first saw him in that barbershop, I didn't really know what all God had for him. I was just reaching for his soul, but I got more than I expected, <laughs> and so did the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So I think the struggle that we have many times is we have things that we are expecting in life. And, and I would just ask you, what are you expecting? And, and maybe there's somebody in this room, or maybe there's a lot of somebodies in this room that, that over and over you have been disappointed and, and, and you've repeatedly had your expectations and your hopes crushed by the world that is around us. And, and so what do we do when it's all upside down like that? And that's really what the message is. I want to talk to you about this group of people that were in Jerusalem and, and the expectations they had as Jesus comes riding in on what we call the triumphant entry. And, and of course, you know that Jerusalem is the capital of Israel and, and it's the beginning of the week uh, 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 to celebrate the Passover. Now, now think about this. The Passover was their annual celebration of how God delivered them out of Egypt. 
And here we are in the days of Jesus, and they're again in this bondage. Now it is the Roman Empire, and, 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 and people had traveled all over to Jerusalem, and they were, they were unhappy with the Roman rule. They were unhappy. They wanted God to set them free, just like he had set them free from the Egyptians all the way back in the book of Exodus. They wanted to be free from it. They, they, they wanted to be free from this boot of tyranny that was on them. And, and make no mistake, that's exactly what it was. There, there wasn't the freedom of religion like they wanted. And there was the influence of Rome, which they despised and which was against everything about their culture. And then they started hearing these rumors and they started hearing these stories about this man named Jesus, this, this man named Jesus that was healing the sick, that was uh, telling people that their sins were forgiven, that was, that was talking to the Pharisees and the Pharisees would walk away not having the answer. And, and then just a week before this, they hear the incredible miracle of Lazarus come forth and the dead were, was raised. I mean, this is a powerful moment and, and they're expecting that, that just as God delivered them from the, the bondage of Egypt, that they are now going to use this new Messiah, this Jesus, and they're going to be rescued from the oppression of the Roman Empire. I want to read through these 11 verses that start Matthew chapter 21 that, that tells this story. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go to the village ahead of you and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by, by her. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, say the Lord needs them and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I mean, Jesus is even setting it up and fulfilling the prophecies that, that he is going to be the king that they have been looking for. And, and, and just as he said it, the disciples went, verse 6, and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey, the colt, and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. And a very large crowd spread their cloaks. They, they were taking their cloaks off, and they were laying it in the road. And, and others went and cut off uh, branches from a tree and spread them on the road. And, and the crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna! to the son of David. Hosanna is such a powerful word because in the Greek language, it means save us now. They're, they're crying out for a, a, a relief. They're crying out for deliverance. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. And when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, who is this? Who is this that, that has come to us? And, and it is Jesus of Nazareth. And, and when they heard that, there, there had been this saying, what good can come out of Nazareth? And, and, and the, the implied answer was, was absolutely nothing. And, and initially, the, the Jews expected very little from Jesus because of where he was from, but because of the miracles and because of the teaching and, and how he amazed them, they now expected him to be the Savior uh, uh, from the Romans. 
Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They were tired of being nobodies and they were ready for Jesus to be the quick answer to their problems and turn it all around. And, and isn't that just like Israel? I mean, when we read through the scripture over and over again, they're, they're looking for quick answers to uh, internal problems and eternal problems. And, 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 and God always wanted to be their savior. God always wanted to be their king. But, but no, they, they would turn to idols. And no, they, they wanted their own king. And over and over again. And, and, and while we look at the children of Israel and say, isn't that their history? Can, can we just admit it that that's just human nature? It's just the way that we are. We, we want quick answers to problems. We, we want things to be resolved. We, we, we want external solutions for our internal problems. And every new piece of technology that comes along and, and every new acquisition and every new job and every new relationship, we think, okay, this is going to fix it all. And, and so many times this is what happens we don't get what we expect. It doesn't fulfill what we think we really need. And, and the, the save me now and I have problems and I feel discontent are, are, are the way that things are in so many of our lives over and over again. And, and we can get fooled so easily by getting our hopes up or just to be, just to be let down. And eventually, this is what happens with people. They grow hopeless or stagnant. I, I know that there are people that even feel like God has let you down. That, 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 and I, I'm sure that, that on this week, that's how the followers of Jesus felt when, when they sang Hosanna's on one day and a few days later they see him beaten. They see him crucified. They see him hanging on the cross with a sign above him that says, here is Jesus, the King of the Jews. And, 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 and you must realize that God is always at work, but sometimes the work is not how we can see. And somehow it is beyond our understanding how God is working in our lives. How many of you know that, that, that many times how God is working is beyond our capability of understanding, but that doesn't mean that he's not working and that his work is for our benefit. This is what the, I, the Lord said through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 55, verse eight and nine, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. You see, this is what will happen. Jesus will always defy your expectations because there is more to the story. Just like those uh, Amazon orders, they're messed up. The, the, the Jews of Jerusalem did not get that the, the Savior, uh, did not get the Savior from Rome that they were expected. But the Roman Empire continued to rule, but, but what they did get was a, a Savior, a, a, a Messiah, a, a, a sacrifice that gave them the saving mercy and grace that they desperately needed. 
He came to set them free. And, and this is what I have found, that, that Jesus will always defy your expectations and there's always more to the story than you're seeing going on in your life at this moment. The Lord is always working just like He was working on that day as He's riding through the streets of Jerusalem and they're singing, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. His face was set for Calvary. He knew why He had come. He was there to pay the price for our sins. Now, now, maybe you've lost sight of what God can do in your family, but He hasn't lost sight. Maybe you've lost sight on what God can accomplish in your marriage, but, but, but He hasn't lost sight. And, and maybe you've lost a, a confidence or, or, or the vision of what God can do in your children, but, but He hasn't lost that sight. He, he, he hasn't given up. And, and we may be disappointed time and time again, but today I want you to realize that Jesus can defy your expectations because there's more to the story. There's more going on. There's more taking place. E even the church, maybe t at times we get blind to the lost people around us because we're, we're so full of certain expectations and, 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 and we need to know that Jesus is ready to change their life. But, but we're unwilling to be the ones that would tell Him about it. I, I know that Easter is coming and, and, and I want you to know that, that what I have seen in surveys is that 70% of people are going to accept an invitation to come to church on Easter Sunday. 70%. I mean, it's, it's almost like shooting fish in a barrel. It's so easy. And, and I would just encourage you today to, to know that Jesus is going to defy your expectations. He, he's going to go above and beyond. If you will take a step, you'll be amazed at what God will do because there's more to the story. There, there's more to the story at Life Church. Amen. I, I know today has been a, a very momentous day, a, a, a day where we are talking about branching out into three cam campuses. But this is what I believe when we start talking about this campus, this campus, this campus. I believe that Jesus will defy our expectations because there's more that He's doing than we can even see. Who knows what God has for us? You see, this is what goes on. Jesus is always looking for the heart. He, he, he wasn't focused on the external things. There was no temptation in his mind when they were singing, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. There, there was no thoughts of him saying, you know what, I think I'll just go with this. This is a good plan. I'll, I'll, just, be a, I'll just be a warrior king. I'll just summon the, the warriors together. We'll overthrow Rome. We'll ride on Rome. And, and there was no temptation in his heart to focus on those external things because while he was looking at those people singing Hosanna, Hosanna, he was seeing beyond their expectations of someone that would deliver them from Rome and he was looking at their hearts of sin and he's saying, I'm here to deliver you from eternal death. He was focused on the heart of the matter. And, and that's what the Lord wants to do today. Uh, stand with me. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes. I need some attaboys for that when it's all over. But here's what, here's what Jesus would do today. He would focus on your heart. 
But, but Lord, the expectations for my marriage, they haven't gone the way that I want them to go. Well, why don't you quit having these expectations and watch what God will do when you surrender your heart to him? But, but, but pastor, you don't understand. I, I've had so many issues on my job and I, I haven't gotten the break that I needed. And, and, and I want to cry out, where is God? And, and, and let me tell you something. Well, instead of you getting your eyes on the external things, well, why don't you open your heart? Because here's what I know. Jesus will defy your expectations. There's more to the story. Well, Pastor, you just don't understand what's been going on with my health and why I'm sick and why this has gone on and why this has happened. And, 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 and you know what? Before the Lord wants to fix your marriage and before He wants to fix your job and before He wants to fix your relationships and before He wants to fix your finances, this is what He wants to do. He wants to fix your heart. And that's the story. Palm Sunday. I'd like for the prayer team to come and stand here. And, and uh, Life Church, I love you. I thank you so much for being here today. And as we've gone through this service, I have felt the power of God in such a mighty way. And as the team comes back up, I, I just want to close with challenging someone that, that whatever your expectations are, Know that there's more to the story. Know that God is at work. Somebody say that with me. God is at work. I, I may not see it. I may not understand it. <laughs> if the disciples, if somebody would call the disciples to the side and said, hey, guess what? At the end of the week, we're going to put Jesus to death. They would have laughed. I mean, Peter actually, when Jesus said it one time, rebuked him <laughs> no Jesus don't say that that's not right and, and and you know what Jesus said get thee behind me Satan because this you, you've got your eyes you, you've got your expectation on something and, and I've got such a further and greater work to do and I believe that the Lord has got a work that he wants to do in your life today will you just close your eyes and bow your heads Lord thank you so much for this incredible Sunday and the blessings that we have received here today, Lord. Now I'm just calling upon you, Lord, to look at our hearts and look at what's going on in our life. And I pray, dear Lord, that even this morning as we come to a close, that, that someone that has felt crushed and someone that has felt hopeless because their expectations haven't been met on on, on external things, on things that are in their life. And I, I know that's devastating, Lord, but I also know that there's no mess that you can't move in. There's no dis, disarray that you can't walk in and put order to. And, and I know that, dear Lord, the most important thing is that you want to touch our hearts here today. And so I ask you, dear Lord, let our hearts be open for what you want to do. If somebody's in this place that have never, they've never asked you to come and be a part of their life or, or walk in, let you walk into their heart. I, I know you're knocking today, Lord. I, I pray that someone would open and say, Lord, you're, I want you to be my Savior. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I 
pray that even today, dear Lord, that someone would take that great step of faith and they would walk with you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Now, as our team leads us in worship, if you need prayer today, maybe you're crushed by expectations that haven't been met. Please come and let us pray for you. And I would just ask one more request. I know that many of you want to go out and visit with the campus pastors, but but just for the next four or five minutes, as many of you as will, can we just come around the altar and just, just be thankful that the Lord doesn't always try to meet our expectations, but He always looks and knows that there's more to the story. And aren't you thankful that He loves us today? Let's just worship the Lord together. Amen.